Hey guys, welcome to Girl Meets Show, the relationships podcast for people in a relationship with TV. Um, <laughs> it's the hardest episode, and I really couldn't say that. <laughs> That's our 100th episode, and we're jinxed. Wow. I mean, got that out of the way early. For 100 episodes, so I, I'm just proud of you that this is even like Thank the you. first time ever not said it perfectly i stumbled so much that i don't even really know what i said wrong can't wait to listen back to that keep yeah i'm gonna keep it for sure we are very we're real guys <laughs> we're real people real mistakes i just had a flashback to when we very 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 first started and we had to try so many times to do like a little intro and we felt so embarrassed. Do you remember that? <laughs> yes. It was very embarrassing. It was, it was, I was embarrassed. We were just embarrassed at ourselves. Like, there wasn't anyone there watching. It was humiliating. No, it was just us. So, full circle. Well, anyway, I'm Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> And it is our 100th episode. You know, it's funny. I actually forgot until you were saying that. I really should have thought about that and how we could really pump this episode up. But I don't think that we need any special fluff because it's Pen15 week and I am overly excited because I love Pen15 with my whole soul. And I've even already watched the second season twice. Let's just let that cat out of the bag right now. Mm -hmm. And um, we're in the presence of a true Stan. Yes. We meaning me. (laughs) (laughs) And presence meaning virtual. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) My voice. (laughs) Audibly. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. So very excited. And... Lots to discuss. But also, there is some good news this week. I, for one, have a few exciting things. Um, The first one being, I think this has been kind of like, um, there's been like little whisperings here and there. But I think it was like officially confirmed by Zendaya that... They're going, there's going to be some like bridge episodes of Euphoria, so kind of like bonus episodes. Oh, um, I did not hear that. Yeah, cool. And it's not going to take place of season two, which is what I had previously heard, which I'm excited about. They're just kind of like to hold us over since season two is still on pause because of COVID. So these will kind of be like smaller episodes with like less people involved and um that's all we really know but they're not necessarily season two okay like 1.5 yeah cool that is awesome i mean it works for the show because so many of the shows are like focusing on one character at a time Mm -hmm. so wow that's very, very exciting one of the things I saw this week is that um, Jemima Kirk and Jason Isaacs, Jemima Kirk from Girls and Jason Isaacs from Harry Potter, are going to be in Sex Education Season 3. Yes, that was one of my other ones I'm very intrigued about. <clears throat> yeah, I feel like... Um, I guess I have only seen Jemima Kirk as very similar roles to girls Mm -hmm. and I'm kind of picturing that it'll be kind of like that character but she could cause a lot of chaos on that show (laughs) yeah she fit right in I would assume she's playing some sort of an adult yeah I I was just reading the an article in Empire she is saying that she's playing a former student of that school it wow, says cool. she who returns to run the place looking to turn it back into the pillar of excellence she thinks it should be. So, hmm. okay, cool. Something interesting that I saw is that Hulu is dropping a horror anthology series. It's called Monsterland and it's dropping on October 2nd, which is 
this weekend. And um, I don't, I haven't heard if it's every episode is dropping or just one at a time. Hulu kind of switches it up on that, but um, the I would intriguing it's all episodes if it's only dropping October second and it's like kind of Halloweeny. You know? Oh yeah, and you know the tweet that I'm looking at it says binge the new horror anthology series on October second. So oh, they're so words. All of them. So and the people that I most recognize from the trailer are Caitlin Deaver from Booksmart and Taylor Schilling from Orange is the New Black and. It definitely looks creepy, and I'm excited to hear what people say about it. I don't know if I will binge it all this weekend, but it's definitely intriguing. I haven't heard anything about this. Like, absolutely zero things, so... Yeah, and I think that what I saw was, like, a promoted ad, you know? So I don't don't really know, but it could be kind of like a surprise hit, like, Haunting of Hill House, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I'm excited about that. Um, one thing that I saw that I didn't know about, uh, was that George Clooney is making a new sci-fi film called The Midnight Sky, and it's going to be on Netflix, and the cast is pretty stacked with Felicity Jones and Kyle Chandler, and, um, Clooney is, like, I think he is like directing it, uh, but he's also acting in it, and he looks hot. Yeah, he and does look so hot. does Coach Taylor. Coach Taylor, I think that they could try to make him ugly, and they would never succeed. No. And George Clooney, he's—I don't really like beards like that, but he kind of looks really good with it. Um, the only other piece of news that I have is that. Um, Alan Arkin is dropping out of the Kaminsky method, which, oh yeah, your favorite show. That you <laughs> I don't care have about. a lot to say about it because it's a show we don't care about. It is weird it's because very interesting and weird. Yeah, like there's two stars and he's one of them, so that is. Weird. And it was, I think it was supposed like supposed to be the last season anyway, so it's just very weird. I didn't even know that. But it is strange. And people people did think it was weird that care about the show. So kind of a big deal. Yeah, like Aubrey Plaza tweeted about it. Yeah. Like, oh, so other people are watching this show. This show. Known Kaminsky head, Aubrey Plaza. <laughs> okay. For our top three, going along with Pen15, let me start out with a clarifying question. Did you understand season two as them going into eighth grade? No, I don't feel like that was like explicitly said. Although the first episode does feel like, oh, it's like a um, back to school summer. Kind of. Yeah, like a pool party, pool party at the end of the summer. But that was kind of the only hint that I got of that. I feel like they still felt very seventh grade-y to me. But I guess I really don't know. I I, I could see it going either way. Okay. Because that I felt a little bit confused there as well. Like, there were some things that happened where I was, like, confirmed, like, oh, yeah, this is them in eighth grade. But then also not. Okay. Well, glad I'm not alone there. Um, so for our top three, we wanted to discuss some of our own personal... Um, defining middle school topics that we would like to see as episodes in Pen15. And because they do it so well, like, I think they show things like carpool and sleepovers and, like, extracurriculars like sports and theater and, like, the whole AIM episode. I think those are all things that are relatable and um, kind of show the middle school experience really well. And so we came up with top three things from our middle school experiences that we would like to be shown as well. So, Jordan, what's your number three? Okay, my number three, and to be fair, there are notes involved in the show thus far, but... The way that my friends and I used notes 
in middle school was like insane like it was a lifestyle it was like very elaborate origami folding that we all had to one, I, one of my best friends was very good and she like taught us all how to do these crazy folding methods and we had a very very elaborate detailed code name system for all the boys I mean this was like 50 different boys we were talking about at different times over like a three-year span and we had very elaborate code names and there would be like illustrations going on. We each had our own nicknames that were constantly changing when we like wanted different cooler ones. So it was like a huge deal. And these were we were never passing notes to boys. We were only passing notes to each other. So I well, would, I have. Oh, sorry. Oh, no, Go no, ahead. you're fine. I was just going to say I would like to see. Um, I feel like I we could have I could write an episode based on just my experience with how important notes were to us and that's not a singular singular experience because same my parents are trying to like clean out my closet right now and trying to like turn it into an office and I'm like uh well I they're like can we go through your stuff I'm like no I have like shoe boxes and shoe boxes full of notes from middle school that I would never want anyone to ever read Oh my gosh. And but like can you throw them away? No. <laughs> no. So iconic. Um something my friends and I did to kind of like level up our our note passing was we ended up we would have individual like notebooks. So like me and my friend Megan had a notebook that we would pass and we'd like take turns writing each other notes in the notebook so that it was like all in like one continuous format as opposed to like individualized notes that which could is get amazing lost. I I ran my top three past my roommate before we started recording and she said she did that as well like an actual oh, really? notebook and I was like wow we never did that yeah so I had like six or seven notebooks like floating around the school with different people and like can you imagine if someone would have found the whole like if someone found a singular note that would be bad but if someone found the whole notebook, that would be yes. terrible. Well, do you, so in seventh grade, at the end of the year, me and my friends, one of our teachers, she would always talk about how like she was so sad that she never intercepted more notes because she wanted to read everyone's notes. And mm-hmm. at the end of the year, we gave her some of our notes. And wow. we, gave, we gave her a code, a key with all of the code names. <laughs> Because That's we adorable. were so dorky. <laughs> um, but yeah, we were we were really proud of that. And I can't imagine that she would sit through and read those because they were they were not good. They were just like, <laughs> oh my gosh, can you believe how hot Patrick is? Because that was one of the code names of the boy I liked. Oh, and I that would be like the, the whole note. Were like legitimate names. Well, he was it was a SpongeBob reference, so I don't think that that's accurate. Some of them we ran oh. out of boys' names to use that weren't already names of boys we knew. It was it was a a tangled web. <laughs> wow. Sounds like it. Yeah. Okay, well my number 3 is um the Radio Disney culture was strong in middle school for me, especially 7th grade. Um and you know actually let me let me state let me also say that um part of me feels like because the pen 15 girls are a little bit older than me um a lot of things that they are like wearing or doing and like experiencing are things that I probably experienced in like fifth sixth fourth grade era Mm -hmm. um just because of like actual time stamps yeah like in, um in 2000 or yeah so like, like 99 yeah. to 2001 yes and that's when my radio disney like fanatic was like strong and um me and my friend would were very like particular about like calling into radio disney and requesting songs and um that's something I don't really, I don't know if, like, they've really um, honed in on, like, the music in Pen15 yet. They have really great music, like, tracks playing in the background and, like, mm-hmm. for each scene, but not, like, 
individualized to like Maya and Anna. Yeah, that's and, a like good their point. love of music. That is very interesting because that was very important to me. And I didn't really think about how they haven't focused on that in this. Yeah, and like the, another they're thing they're always playing that, the right songs. Yeah, they always are. Yeah. Um they had like the Spice Girls episode, but yeah, it still was like very brief. Um and Spice Girls cuz they're they're a couple years older than me too. And like cuz I was not still listening to new Spice Girls music when I got to middle school. I don't think there really yeah. was any. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So even and like along with that is like celebrity crushes so like they didn't they haven't really um talked a lot about like having crushes on celebrities where like me and my best friend would spend like hours on the internet mm-hmm. google searching or like taking pictures of shane west and um, a walk <laughs> to remember on our like digital cameras yes like stuff like that so wow isn't that so that is something that phones have revolutionized. <laughs> Smartphones. <Seriously. laughs> They've made um, me more more of a crazed fan, but also a little bit less. Yeah. Yeah, but it's just like all they're at our disposal. Yeah, we would be like, okay, now take a picture of this and then go print it out. Mm-hmm. So that I can have it in my locker. Yep. Of like Legolas. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Wait, so so your number three is was... like Radio Disney. Oh experience. yes, duh. I was yeah. I was so caught up in the thinking about the music and the celebrity crushes. But yeah, I'm glad I know, because it all kind of blended together. It's like but kind of a big one. I love it. I love it. I we our family was obsessed with Radio Disney. I did you know that I called in for a contest once? Did and you win? No, I lost because it was. I was homesick from school, so I had more of an edge to call in because I'm sure that the mm. daytime callers are less frequent. And I had to talk about something without saying um for like 15 seconds and I couldn't do it. And I, <laughs> so I lost and I I was this close to winning a Furby. Literally, the prize was a Furby. Oh gosh, a Furby. So that could also be a whole episode of its own. Yeah, seriously. So, yeah, that's my one of my Radio Disney stories. Yeah, well, um, I never won anything either. Dang. But that's still really cool. My number two is um, another thing that they technically have kind of, there's little hints of this uh, middle school thing, which is how important it is to have, like, the clothes. Like, the one item that is, like, someone decided is the cool thing that year, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, they kind of, they talk about... um Taylor reminds me that there's like when their crazy new friend Mora, um, she has seven jeans and they're like authentic seven jeans. And then Maya is obsessed with that gigantic Tommy Hilfiger shirt and all this stuff. But I would love to see an episode that was based on like the for me for okay, when I was in sixth grade, the coolest thing you could have were the baby blue or the baby pink adidas superstars and i did not have them because i had already gotten my back to school shoes and the worst yeah like i got them before the school year started they were sketchers i was really excited and then i saw no one's wearing sketchers everyone is wearing baby pink or baby blue superstars and Isn't that funny? Because like kids these days don't have to worry about that because they everything's on the internet, so they know what's in. Yes, they can do. So their we research. had to wait until school started to see what other people were wearing. Yeah, and like I get, I don't was not invited to the meetings where they all were like we're all buying these shoes. So yeah, I really coveted those shoes, and I didn't have them because I didn't have enough allowance money to buy them. And I, I don't even think I asked my parents. I was like, well, I guess I missed the boat <laughs> to be cool. <laughs> but um, there were there every year there was something like that. That was the one that I remember the most vividly, especially because I was like new to middle school and I was like, oh no, like I don't have the right shoes. Um, and I feel like that's sad. You could totally do a whole episode based on that kind of stuff. Totally. Yeah, for sure. 
my number two, and maybe they will cover this if they are still technically in seventh grade for season three, but um, like yearbook day and yearbooks. <gasps> yeah. They oh haven't touched gosh. that yet. And that's like very important, especially in seventh grade, because that's your like first year of having a yearbook. Mm-hmm. Sixth grade for Unless, me. I guess some people are in sixth grade, but here in Pen15 world, seventh grade is middle yes, school. True. And and it really is just like whatever grade that is that first year. Because like we had, we actually had yearbooks in elementary school, but like you're what, you're going to look at the kindergartners? Like, <laughs> <laughs> were no. they like hard bound, like professionally done? Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. I never had those. I had them in Texas and then in Colorado, too, but they were not nearly, they hardly mattered. Like, it's actually kind of weird that they did that because, like, it's, no, when middle school yearbooks are everything, and, like, we would study them all summer long. Yeah, all all year long. You would, like, update it with, like, Mm -hmm. the people you had crushes on, and, yeah, very important who you got to sign yours, mm-hmm. what they said, what you said in other people's, this what is pens me... you used. Oh, yeah. And, like, what little f- funny things you would write in people's things. Yeah, like, like what was your catchphrase? Mm-hmm. Were you a hags person? Mm-hmm. I was I was hags. Hackus was a little too risque for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a little dangerous. <laughs> um... I'm actually, that is such a good one that I'm like, wow, I can't believe they haven't done that yet. I know. It was, Maybe it's coming. I, I, I feel like it probably is because there's so much too about like getting up the nerve. Like, will you ask your crush to sign your yearbook even if you, he literally doesn't even know who you are? Mm-hmm. My number one thing, because number one would be sleepovers, but obviously that was a huge important episode this season but the second most important social events for me and my friends were going to the mall together and and not with our parents no this was for big kids where our parents would drop us (laughs) us off at the food court and we would walk around and I would have probably five dollars max on me and we would just walk around and be really annoying and be laughing and laughing and laughing and we'd make the rounds go to Claire's, Sun, Hot Topic, Limited 2, Abercrombie, American Eagle, and like Wet Seal and we would, would you ever kind of... secretly go into like Spencer's to be a little rebellious? Armal didn't have a Spencer's. Oh sad. Can you even believe that? We totally would no. have because we also like to do dares at the mall. Mm-hmm. And what better place than Spencer's to Seriously. dare your crazy friends to do stuff or buy stuff or ask about stuff? No, the most dangerous place we would go is Hot Topic for sure. Especially yeah. because, like, I don't think that kids of today understand that Hot Topic was a much scarier place back then, too. Yeah, now it's like, now it's just like Funko Pops kind of exactly. thing, you know? Yeah, it's like a fandom store. And there was no, like, Harry Potter merch at hot topic in in my day um but um yeah we would literally just like walk around and then yeah wait that's... for our parents to pick us up like it was so weird and <laughs> the best mall days were when we would like see boys from school like walking around too but they were always it's like boys didn't really the boys we were friends with sometimes we would invite them to go to the mall with us but like the other like boys that we would only crush on from afar that we weren't really like for actually friends with we would just see them and they'd be like with their moms but we'd be like oh my gosh like there he is and like that was the whole mall trip like it was so dumb <laughs> but it was everything the best possible weekend was a friday night sleepover and then a mall saturday morning that was like the best possible weekend totally i had the same thing here I remember one time I went to the mall with a friend and bought a bra that was black from Victoria's <gasps> Secret. Oh my god. And when my mom picked me up, she made me return it. 
<laughs> See, that would be an episode. <laughs> Seriously, though. It reminds me of, like, Miss Congeniality when she's like, they, my mom said they were Satan's panties. <laughs> but really, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That is so amazing. There's just something, I think, like, bringing it all back to Pen15, it's like the fact that these are universal experiences. Exactly. It's just so epic. Oh my gosh. And I cannot wait to hear what your number one is. So my number one actually was, it came to me as I was watching um, the iconic Wendy uh, Rochelle Vikander, Vikandi episode of the season's pen 15 um where they th- they think that they are like witches and like do these sp- special rituals because they think that they're going to come true and it reminded me of a time where me and my best friend um took uh walkie talkies to school one day and we were sh- my friend was 2 years older than me and um, so we were in different classes, and I think she was even at the middle school at this time, and I was in sixth grade at the elementary school. Anyway, we took walkie-talkies, and like I remember mine went off during class time, and I think I got in trouble or something. I don't even know why we did this. Anyway, then we like got home. We like walked home from school together and then parted ways, and we went to our homes, and we lived pretty close to each other, so we had walkie like the walkie talkies still worked when we were at home and um I remember very vividly that she walkie talkied me and was like did you hear the good news and I was like no and she was like we're going to the Backstreet Boys concert tonight and I was like what and she was like your mom got tickets for us it's a surprise so my mom was surprising me but she broke (gasps) my friend broke the surprise to me Anyway, so we went to the Backstreet Boys concert that night, and then we thought that that was, like, a good luck charm, and so when (laughs) the Britney Spears concert was happening, we took walkie-talkies to school again, hoping that that was, like, our good luck charm, but it didn't work. Oh, no. Anyway, that whole story is just to say that I think they're going to their first concert would be a great episode. 100%. My first concert was also in seventh grade. Really? Mm-hmm. And I actually should have specified that that story was, I think, my second concert because my first concert was Aaron Carter. Oh. Well, that's perfectly... I mean, Aaron Carter... Both Carter brothers, you know? Carter brothers. My first concert, it was... Well, to bring it back to your top three, it was Radio Disney, like summer oh, yeah. series you know not nearly backstreet boys a-list level but it was a teens element and baja men so uh, pretty a triple good. threat <laughs> yeah but um <laughs> my backstreet boys concert did have cisco singing the thong song and oh. once again i was very lucky my mom took my little sister out to go to the bathroom during that song <laughs> <laughs> yeah i hope that I think that kind of it ties into kind of the Radio Disney stuff. Like, what do the what do Maya and Anna listen to? I would like to know, and I'd like to see mm-hmm. them go to that concert. Yes, I would love it. And maybe it's coming down, but I feel yeah. like they also like they have a way of like thinking of things that I like forgot about, and I'm like, wait, yeah, that was really important to me. Yeah, so I have I have faith in them that they'll come through. But these are just some suggestions. <laughs> I love it. It's almost like like if if we were making a pen fifteen about our lives, what would we choose? Yes, to? exactly. Well, pen fifteen season two. I love getting to talk about like um, seasons of sh- like the next seasons of shows that we discussed early on in our podcast. It's fun. Yeah, it is really fun. A um, nice full circle moment. Totally, I. This is, I mean, I am cheating a little bit because I don't know how to answer this question, but since you watched 
season two twice. If you had <laughs> to choose, which do you think is stronger, season one or season two? You know, that's really hard for me. It's a tough question. I don't know what I would say. They're both strong, but they're pretty they're pretty different from each other and like strong in like um different ways. Mm-hmm. Um Oh gosh, I don't know. I don't know. They're it's both really hard. they're both perfect in my eyes. And I sprung it on you without any warning, so Yeah, you did. <sighs> but it it's hard. I, I did not rewatch season one before I watched season two, and it makes mm-hmm. me want to go back and rewatch them all because um, there's just, like, some of the littlest moments are the things that are, like, oh, my gosh. Like, how do they remember so well what it's like to be, like, 13? It's crazy. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, I feel like I've already said this. I'm obsessed with it. I loved it. I've watched the whole season two twice now. Um, in my defense, it's very easy to do. They're only like 30-ish minute episodes, and there's only seven. And um, so it ends very fast. But I think from what I've heard is that there's a part two of season two that will be coming in 2021. Hmm, like Mad Men finale. That's why I was so thrown off by IMDb because I was expecting more episodes because it says there's more in season two, but when will we learn? It's kind of split up. Yeah. IMDb episode lists are so, uh, they're not consistent from show to show. No. I have but a lot of edits are... I would like to give to IMDb, but we yeah. can save that for another time. I mean, where else are we supposed to go, though? So it's like, I'm I know, not going to. I would never abandon IMDb. It's just like, what are you guys thinking? Because mm-hmm. um, we've been fooled by... I've, this is like the seventh time we've been fooled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Exclusively by... Track. Yeah. <laughs> Exclusively by IMDb's episode lists. Um, It's hard because... I It's like, I don't want to sound repetitive discussing season two of the things that we discussed season one. But it's just like... Watching this show... It's like when you're a few episodes deep, I don't remember exactly what the moments were, but there's just times when it just hits me like this is profound because, and I've been saying this to a lot of people while I've been talking about it this week with different people where it's like, the it's profound because these women are in their 30s but they still are that their 13 year old selves just like like i am still my 13 year old self and it's just like we're one in the same we're one person but it is like normally i'm going about my day remembering memories from being a teenager or preteen as though that's like a different person but it's like no when i watch the show it's like i am that person and so all the memories that come flooding into me from watching the show, it may as well have happened like last week, you know? Yeah. And like some of the things that they do or say or experience are things that like I experienced back then and I still experience now. Like, for example, um, the main thing that made me come to that same realization that you're, ex- um, that you're explaining is that, is the whole relationship with Anna and her mom, especially in the last episode when she's talking to her, like that, that entire like relationship is very um, relatable to me. And like from, from when I was 13 and also as a 28 year old. (laughs) And it's like, why haven't I learned that? Oh my gosh. I was sobbing. It was, it's I just... guess we should have said that, like, I'm assuming we're talking spoilers. <laughs> we don't need to be clear about why necessarily we are crying, especially because I feel like okay. the gamut of emotions in that in that relationship are like, it's not like one moment. It's like just yeah. the whole relationship. The whole thing. It's just so yeah. it's like so human. Um, So I don't necessarily think that's a spoiler. 
Okay. Personally. But I and I think this is the kind of show where it's like you'll something will just strike you and you'll just kind of be hit emotionally at random, even if it seems like something really goofy is -hmm. happening, but it just like rings so true to just like my soul to sound really like over dramatic about it, but it just (laughs) it, it just does. Yeah. Yeah, it I think uh, they are just like so good at making it um I think that I think in life, especially as a teenager, um but even so as an adult, we experience things that we think are extremely like personal to us and like no one's ever felt this way ever in in the whole earth's existence. And like, for especially like something like a breakup, for example, like it happens to you and you feel like that feeling has never been experienced by anyone else. And like no one else would ever understand what you're going through. And then a show like this happens and it makes you realize like, actually, literally everyone goes through the exact same things and feels the exact same feelings. We're all just like explain them a little bit differently so it may feel that way but like when it's shown like this it's like oh no we're all the same and we all go through the same stuff (laughs) and like none of my experiences are um unique which I think is a little bit sad in a way but it's also like reassuring that like I'm not alone yeah which sounds kind of emo and dramatic but like that's my main takeaway no, I agree. And I, I, I'm glad you bring up that it's kind of a sad thing because that is something I really struggle with. I hate not feeling like I'm unique, which is like really, when you say it out loud, is like super like conceited. And it's like, oh, no, everyone felt like that. And mm-hmm. I feel like I see that reflected in like, um, I can't remember who the comedian was. But they they tweet about Pen15 and they'll be like, Pen15 is so good that it makes me furious. They're like, how did I not think of doing something like this? Or like, oh, <laughs> like it's just so good. And like it comes together so well that it's like only they could really do it this well. But they are somehow taking my favorite thing is taking something really specific and a, creating something that everyone can relate to. Yep. And that is just, it's so amazing. And this is why this is beautiful, is that it's something we all share. And exactly. Like, we're a community that all relates to these moments. Yep. Wow. And it's, like, amazing that, like, a 30-minute episode of, like, pure comedy can do that. Mm-hmm. It would be... And- it's more it takes more skill to do that than if it was like drama. Mhm. Exactly. Which I know a lot of actors have said like comedy is way more is way harder to like do and do well than any kind of drama. And like mm-hmm. I get it when I think about it like that. So on that note, I think it's pretty clear that we both loved it and highly recommend it and if you never finished season 1, what's wrong with you? I'm sure there's nothing wrong with you, but please watch it, <laughs> especially if you're if you grew up in the 90s to early 2000s. Yeah, it's not um, like what's wrong with you. It's like what will be right with you once you watch it. You'll be like, wow, now I'm just one step closer to being more complete. <laughs> now I'm whole. <laughs> I have been enlightened. Yes. Um. So now we're going to talk spoilers. Not like there's like that much to spoil, but just like very specific parts that we loved and really related to. Um, one of the things that I really related to and that I thought was so funny that like one of those things that was like, oh, I didn't realize that was like a cultural phenomenon was the scene where they're eating jawbreakers and walking down the hallway. <laughs> that scene was very specific to me and my group of friends. And I even like took a video of it and sent it to my friends and was like, is this not us? Like we even like just this last Christmas, one of my Christmas 
I said that word so weird. But one of my friends gave us jawbreakers for our Christmas present because, like, we loved them so much. Oh, my gosh. It's like, you have the receipts. Yeah. That is, that's you guys. Um, One thing that I was really happy that they covered, because this would be, this would have been something I would have wanted to suggest, was the after, um, like, productions like going to the restaurant and like all the kids from like the <laughs> cast are there but like you're in middle school so also your parents are all there too but it's like mm-hmm. it's just like really heightened emotions and like and like Maya and Sam like kind of the tension there and all that stuff I was like this is just like so spot on too totally any middle school thing I mean I I talked for a long time about band concerts um the last time we talked about pen 15 about season one and it's kind of that just like similar energy this whole season was everything was so good like the sleepover was such a personal highlight for me and agree but like those final two episodes about the play were just like just amazing (laughs) (laughs) truly amazing oh my gosh um one yeah I would it's so hard because like I would say the sleepover was a highlight for me also the last two episodes of the play were also highlights for me um also Mora's whole thing was a highlight for me oh I think gosh. we all knew Amora I mean me who knows I probably did similar things that Mara did like I think everyone lied a little bit to, like, be cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and even, like, Anna and Maya do that a little bit with Mara. Like, oh, yeah, well, even, totally. They even do that kind of, like, to each other sometimes and, like, mm-hmm. to other kids. But it's, it is. It's like, that's what's so smart about the whole Mara plot line is that it's, like, even they are, like, wait, what? And, mm-hmm. like... It's so interesting. That that whole plot totally spoke to me, too, about just, like, there's something about, it's, like, that change from elementary school to middle school slash junior high, where it's, like, in med- elementary school, you're kind of just, like, your friends are just whoever's in your class or wh- whoever you live nearby or whatever, and then you kind of start to realize, like, I don't really like being their friend as much as I like being their friend, and, like, this mm-hmm. feels a little weird, and I don't think mm-hmm. I'm having fun. But, like, you're kind of, like, I don't want to look like I'm – I don't want to seem like I don't like her and all this stuff. Like, that was extremely relatable. Like, just finding Mm -hmm. out who your best friends within your broader circle of friends are is, like, something weird that we all had to go through. Yeah. And, like, feeling left out Mm -hmm. and how to handle that. Um, With the sleepover episode, like, I totally – I – I think I'm Anna through and through, but in the sleepover episode specifically, I was 100% Maya. I think I called home and asked my mom to pick me up from sleepovers multiple times, especially if I was like at a sleepover at like a friend's house that I wasn't super close with. Like mm-hmm. I specifically remember like a, fr- a friend, like a, an acquaintance's birthday party and it was probably like a pity invite, which they kind of cover in the sleepover mm-hmm. episode and it was just like so traumatic to me that I like called my mom crying to pick me up and um so I I kind of liked that they gave that to Maya to because sometimes Maya seems a little bit too wild for me to relate to Mm -hmm. but they throw in things like that that still make me uh see myself in her as well yes I think you summed that up perfectly because as a fellow Anna (laughs) <laughs> it is true like it's not that I, I I don't see any of myself in Maya because yeah couldn't couldn't agree more yeah I know I know we you and I kind of talked about this but um like I as far as relatability we covered the episodes that I think were the most relatable to us um but as far as like pure art I think that the Cindy Rochelle Vacandy episode is pure genius and Mm -hmm. I tweeted that I want it played at my funeral 
and one of the characters on Pen15 actually liked my tweet, which is very funny. I think she, didn't she even reply? Oh, yeah, she replied. I she was like, about OMG. That. And this is like, I think it's extra special because it's not one of the adults. It's one of the no. kid actors. Yeah, that is it's epic. Um, it's the girl who plays Becca. She responded and said, OMG. So funny. And I mean, real heads know she, because she has a pretty big part in season one. Yeah. I don't think, sadly, we didn't see her as much in season two. Because I remember her being really funny. Yeah, she's funny. But, um, yeah. But yeah, I was, I was just that, um, in that episode, um, Maya's crush gets so extreme and um <laughs> Jordan and I were were talking about it how like neither of us have ever like cut our hair off and like put it in a locker um or anything like that and so like times like that it's like Maya but it's I've probably done things that are just as crazy well, and I definitely had friends who were like that, as, and they were as crazy as her. Like, yes. Like, they had a huge, huge crush, but for me, the bigger the crush was, like, the more, like, like I wouldn't want anyone to know. Like, I, I would just, like, I was more the type that would, like, lie awake at night staring at the ceiling, unable to sleep, because I'd be like, I'm so obsessed with this boy. <laughs> but I, like, would not do anything, like, in the day. <laughs> I would just, like, lie there, like panicked and like at night <laughs> anyway and that's very normal <laughs> um but um I definitely had friends where she they'd be like oh will you dare me to go say this to what's his name and we'd be like yeah we do dare you to do that but it was like kind of her idea like you know like that is very Maya energy mm-hmm. that is no mine was like it was like I would only tell a couple of my friends, like my certain friends. Like I wouldn't want yeah. anyone to even know. So definitely wasn't um putting hair in his locker <laughs> <laughs> or joining wrestling. <laughs> yeah, me neither. A quote that I have written down that I thought was so funny and I even rewound <laughs> rewound this part is during the sleepover and Mara comes out of the bathroom and is like Someone clogged the toilet and it's brand new and super expensive. And then people are like, what? And she's like, someone clogged the toilet and it's brand new and super expensive. And just like her delivery on that line is so good. And I am obsessed with it. That's all. (laughs) That girl was really good because at first I was like happy that they were making a new friend. Yeah. Like that was like what they wanted. Yeah. And then, but it was just, just so true to life. The minute she had that picture in her wallet, I was like, oh, "Oh, she's bad news. Mm -hmm. And she's like yelling at her mom. That was crazy. And that was, I, that was another thing where it's like the moms knew they didn't, hadn't even met this friend yet, but they were like, something is not really right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that is relatable too. Cause it's like my mom. Even if I wouldn't, like, say outright, my mom knew if there were, like, friends I didn't want to go to their house. Yeah. Well, and, like, even, like, how quickly they were, like, so obsessed with each other. Mm-hmm. Red flag. Yeah. <sighs> um. Well, I one tiny moment that I was dying laughing and also so shook was just, it was in the first episode of The Pool Party, where that boy wipes his booger on the door frame. <laughs> I was like, that is so nasty. And kids do that all the time. They really do. And also, I thought it was going to come back, and it never really did. <laughs> <laughs> That's why those things something... are even more special, because they're just like little tidbits. Yeah, like just a little, that's just a slice of life. A thirteen-year-old boy rubbing his gigantic booger on the door. Yeah, <laughs> like it's not even his own house. <laughs> and that moment just haunted me. Um, so I had to talk some... about it. I'm glad you did. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, something else that we 
I feel like we should talk about and something we've talked about a lot um, leading up to this episode is um, the boys and like their perspectives in Pen15. Um, I saw that uh, it was trending on Twitter the other day about Gabe and um, a lot of people are saying that um, Pen15's portrayal of a boy in middle school reckoning with being gay is like some of the best they've ever seen on TV and that it's just like a very personal and like it's very authentic which I think is really special and um, cool that they've been able to do that in a way that like it feels as as authentic as it does to me and you like Anna and Maya's experiences in middle school yes yeah I absolutely loved that ask that plot line and like focusing on Gabe especially because so many of the boys that we see in the show are disgusting and seeing like kind of more of their inner workings it was beautiful yeah and on that note also um Jordan and I were kind of asking ourselves like well, like, do we want to see more of, like, the other boys' perspectives and, like, their experiences? But I I talked to a boy and... Congratulations. <laughs> Brag. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm bragging. That's... <laughs> I totally talked to a boy this week. <laughs> I had to go straight to the source. <laughs> I'm glad you took one for the team. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is so funny. Um, yes, Jordan, I'm bragging. Uh, <laughs> but he he confirmed to me that like the boys' perspective and like their storylines are pretty spot on to like what a boys goes through in middle school as well. And, like, what their conversations are like. And, like, he was, like, basically, if you were to focus on any more of them, like, you would just be sad and disturbed. (laughs) And I was, like, okay, great. Which is good intel. Yeah. For us. Great intel that we don't have. (laughs) Yeah. um, Because, yeah, I and I I brought this up to Taylor. Because I had thought, what if, what if their friend Sam was also played by a 30-year-old man like Aunt Anna and Maya are played by because they make women. this show with another with a man yeah like, there's the, another creator and know that is a man yeah yeah mm-hmm. totally and so it's like and there are certain times but I think a lot of that too is because I really like the Sam Maya relationship I like they're um, I find that really funny and also like really relatable and realistic to me in middle school with boys um, and I kind of like want to see them actually get together but obviously you can't show any of that when one is played by a child <laughs> and also like you kind of see him kind of grappling with like his nice old kind of nerdy friends versus like he's briefly in with the cool kids on the wrestling team and stuff and so like that could have been kind of an interesting dynamic to show but again I agree with um, our resident male perspective that it would be kind of just like depressing because even just when they focus on some of what the boys are saying I am already depressed I'm like oh they're so young and they're so disgusting Mm -hmm. Um, but um, anyway even if they don't change anything, they'll make it, they'll make some compelling drama with Sam and Maya because they already have, you know, and totally. when in season one, when Anna kisses, what's his name? It clearly was not him kissing, like they make it work. And so it's fine. But that was just a thought. But I do think that um, you and future me talked myself out of that idea. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> But it would. I wonder if they would do it. Like, would it be so bizarre and dumb if it was like one episode? It was like his perspective, and he suddenly was like a grown man, and it was like someone we love playing him or something. I think it would be a little bit confusing if he was supposed to be playing the same age as the kid who was playing him. Mm-hmm. 
if that made you're any right sense. no no it totally does it's just yeah it's just interesting i know it's crazy yeah. but um me and jordan are um uh, sam and maya and game we love them yeah i love them i was um, so i mean what we're, we're this is a spoiler zone and i was seriously like so upset that maya never got her first kiss in the finale episode it'll happen um yeah the last thing i have to make a note on is just that the theater teacher uh played (laughs) by michael and garano and girl yeah you said that right okay um and maya are irl partners which is just like my favorite and i'm so glad that they got to uh, bring him into the pen 15 world it's just it's amazing i can't imagine looking at your girlfriend without laughing hysterically when she especially is. when she's doing those things yes i couldn't stop thinking it was about amazing it. um and i was also glad because they i was kind of like what a creepo character that he wrote this play for these seventh graders like what <laughs> But then it ended up being great, and so I was really happy that it was just good. I loved it. Also, loved him in Sky High. Very great in Sky High. Sky High has a great cast, because also Cousin Greg. Cousin Greg. I loved Sky High. So any alum, Sky High alum, I love. Totally. I know. I love uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. You know, I wish I saw more of Daniel um, Panabaker. Seriously. Um, a fun fact about Sky High also, did you know, you know, Khloe Kardashian's best friend Malika? I was actually just looking at the cast and I was like, Malika, mm-hmm. interesting. Her and her twin sister are those clone girls. And she has a twin yeah, sister. Yeah, that's amazing. Recently learned that. Wow. That's going to be on Disney Plus soon. <laughs> like in Thank a few goodness. months. Can't wait to watch. Oh my gosh. Also, Dean Pelton from Community. <gasps> Wow, so many things coming together. Oh my gosh. And R.I.P. Kelly Preston, very sad. I think that's all I really had to say about Pen15. Did you have anything else? No, I think we covered all the ground I wanted to. Perfect. Amazingly, but we We covered a lot of ground. It. Yeah. Um Anyway, loved it. We'll probably watch it a third time in the next few weeks if we're being completely vulnerable and honest. I could not support that more. I want to go back and watch the full set myself. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Um, But yeah, loved it. I definitely, it is one of those things where I cannot, I don't think that every human being would love this show. Correct. It's honestly a little gross sometimes <laughs> <laughs> i'm gross so i love it but um i do i do very strongly recommend it to people who were 13 between like 98 and like 2003 mm-hmm. or around there i mean yeah or if yeah i mean Maybe a little bit higher because I was born in 92. So you were 13 in 2005? Yeah. Wow. So I would even say it like up to like 2006 or 7. Oh my gosh. I mean, which yeah. seems kind of crazy. Which but. I don't know. I graduated high school in 2007. So you you need to be the one to put the end date. So I trust you. 2007. Let's go with it. That's it. <laughs> not going to be scientific here well and the the boy of which you spoke is also older than us so really the i th- boy of which you spoke <laughs> <laughs> well it's basically a mystical creature <laughs> i hope he listens to this it's actually well, so offensive that he has boy. it <laughs> yeah so actually i guess it is even more universal than originally stated. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it really is a thing of beauty. 
even though I did just say that it's gross. But it is, the grossness is part of why it's so good. <laughs> it's so beautiful because it's like talking about things that most people never talk about with anyone ever in their whole lives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that is honestly the thing, too. Just one more thing is that it's like they're literally brave for a lot of the things that they reveal about themselves because like yeah even to each other like yeah I never w- there's things that they talk about to with each other that I still never would have talked about with my best friends at that no. time Mm-mm. so yeah well and like even writing these scripts because like you know that these are based on true stories whether it was them or their other writers whatever it's like imagine telling someone that story <laughs> <laughs> I can't yeah. imagine so just really no. grateful for their vulnerability. Me too. Um okay, who's your crush of the week? Um well, it's it's not actually anyone from Pen15. That's okay. There's only I mean, we both love Maya and Anna, so yeah. Then there's really not much to choose from <laughs> that's appropriate or we go we go to jail. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Um but I mean, it's crazy. This is our hundredth crush. Um, and mine is lucky for me. I was really only I had this day, I guess, where I was like, the only thing I want to watch is Shit's Creek, and so I just started Shit's Creek over from the beginning. So Dan Lovey is my crush this week because he is perfect from scene number one in Shit's Creek. <laughs> he. Everything he does is so funny. The way he moves his face, the way he moves his body, and the way he talks is hilarious. Without Never ever without ever being like a punchline, if that makes sense. Like it's just his everything he does is gold. Mm-hmm. But like he's not making fun of he's not really even making fun of himself at all. Like sometimes it is, like when he learns how to ride a bike. <laughs> <laughs> but like um it's just like he I, I just can't even really explain how perfect he is anymore than I already have but yeah he's just a gem and I'm so happy for all the Emmys that he won me too we're lucky to have him yeah we really are and can't wait to see what is in store for him yeah 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 um well, my crush of the week, I watched Royal Tenenbaums for the very first time, which I'm offended that no one who knows me has ever made me watch it because I'm obsessed with it. I feel like maybe I didn't just want to force you, but I feel like I told you you will love it. <laughs> Was that, you should I have, have used like, like You probably should have used a little bit more force. You to a chair, I guess. Yeah. Wow taken some of my privileges away or something oh wow i mean you're right but next time i will be more rude okay if you're really sure i'm gonna love something please let me know um but i've been wanting to watch it for a while but they took it off of streaming services but now it's back on amazon prime so i finally watched it and wow luke wilson really hot Especially mm-hmm. once he shaves, his jawline is just like mm, chef's kiss. Loved it. Mm-hmm. He looks great. So that's my crush of the week. No argument there. Mic drop. <sighs> um. Well, thank you for listening to us for 100 episodes. I'm sure you've listened to every single one. <laughs> probably multiple times <laughs> yeah over and over i actually did have someone recently tell me that they put our podcast on um to help them fall asleep at night and i was like <laughs> thank you i will take that as a compliment <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> um wow so that's, that's probably where we're getting all of our plays from <laughs> <laughs> i mean i don't know how you could fall asleep to I mean, the noises I just barely made. Yeah, we're cackling Cackling. all the time. Wow. I mean, that's the funniest thing I've ever heard. That's I'm obsessed with that. (laughs) So really, thank you to everyone listening to us to fall asleep or listening to us for actual 
television recommendations um, or listening to us because you're our friends and family and you feel like you have to. We love you all. And just can't believe we made it, you know? Yeah. I forgot I was going to plan a musical number. I was going to sing Shania Twain's um, Still the One. (laughs) Oh, you can still do that if you want. (laughs) I'm like, "Ah, (laughs) (laughs) looks like we made it. (laughs) I'm not going to really do it, but wouldn't that have been nice? Well, that was already perfect. Wow, thanks. Um... So yeah, thank you. We love you. And we'll be back with episode 101 next week. Can't wait for the next 100. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye.